everyone, this is Emma Rose, and you are listening to the Anti-MLM Podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you follow the podcast on Twitter, I was talking about how our next episode was going to be about social media and how it's basically all one big lie that the distributors try and sell you to get you to join in. But over the weekend, there were some really exciting developments as far as this podcast goes. And my best friend, Francine Brown, um, gave me a call and we started talking about anti-MLM and I had such a great conversation with her and I felt so good about things afterwards. And I asked her to co-host and she said yes. So we recorded this episode and it's just a little bit of background about us and our friendship and how we both viewed MLMs like during our time together. So it's a really interesting conversation. I think we talk about a lot of different things and I hope you all enjoy it. And we talk a little bit about um, what our goals are for the show as well. So next week we'll have a new intro with both of us and we will move forward from here. So I really, really hope you enjoy it. And, um, We'll be coming to you next week again, and I can't wait. Okay, enjoy. Hey, Emma. Hey. <laughs> I'm honestly so excited to be doing this with you. I'm pretty excited, too. I'm, like, a tad bit nervous. Yeah, yeah. No, me too. Because, like, it, honestly, it feels it feels like we're doing something big, and it's scary. Because, like, this is really meaningful to me because of what right. I've been through, you know? Like, and I'm just so happy to, like, have my best friend to do it with, you know? Like, I feel like the universe brought us to this point. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm just, I, you know, I want to speak my truth and my side of the things that I've seen. And I'm, like, on the opposite spectrum of where you're from. Like, I saw the other side of it, so. Right. You know. Which is, like. It really was like, it blew my mind when we were talking on Sunday. So let's catch everybody up. Um, Francine called me on Sunday and we had this really great conversation. We were like best friends. We haven't really talked in a while. And at the end of our conversation, as we were saying goodbye, we started to talk about the podcast and anti-MLM. And we just, I don't know, like, I don't know if it was the same for you, but, like, I thought it was, like, such a good conversation. Like, I felt so good afterwards. Yeah. There was kind of things that I had been wanting to say or, like, you know, maybe express to you because I feel like part of the reason why we haven't spoken in so long or we weren't as close is because of the things that you've been going through. Right. And, like, I, you know, had to watch and not, like, that we weren't, like, on the same page. So it it was, like, kind of a good conversation to try like get back on the same page again and kind of right no totally I agree like I was I've just been in like such a dark spot like the past Mm. year the past year like since I started taking antidepressants like it's been 
such a roller coaster. And like, I knew that I was like on the right path and that I was growing and that I was healing, but like, it was just so hard. And like, I was in some really dark places and it's like really hard to like socialize or like talk about it even because it's hard to express like trying to explain to you how I felt about myself was so like fucking depressing in and of itself because like I don't want to feel that way about myself you know but like I just got to that point in my life like everything was so fucked up like Mm -hmm. like I really am such a different person now and like I'm so happy that not happy that I went through it but like honestly kind of thankful for my experience because it got me to this point where like I really feel like I'm doing something like I finally found my passion like what I'm supposed to be doing and it's this because I really think that we could save so many people okay so I just wanted to kind of like go back to the beginning of how this all started okay sounds good (laughs) so I remember when we first found LuLaRoe well, first off, where we were living or at the yeah. time, like everybody had to have a side hustle. Like I was when we were talking about it, I was thinking of like how many people in my life I know that are involved in some form of like Avon, Mary Kay, selling jewelry. Right. Um, like it was like everybody was doing it. Everybody had some kind of like side right. gig or side hustle or it whatever. It just seems so normal. Yeah, like, there's, like, a whole, like, inside joke and culture about, like, boss babe, boss lady, hashtag, Right. You know? Like, there's, it's, like, this whole thing. So, I remember, you know, where we were working, there was so many different ones, like, jewelry parties going oh, on. There were, yeah. I just, rem- I, oh I totally gosh. was, like, at first it took me a second to, like, think back, and then I was, like, oh, my gosh, there were. There were, like, it was, someone was always hosting some, like, pure romance party or, like. Oh, Yeah. Our boss's wife had, I don't know if you knew that one, but our boss's wife had a jewelry party and all the employees like felt like obligated to go and like buy stuff. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that at all. Oh gosh. It was so awful. Um, And then my sister-in-law was doing one of the jewelry ones and she was trying to like get me to start. Um, It was right around the same time when we found LuLaRoe for the first time, but she was trying to get me to like host a party. Do you remember like, what jewelry one it was? Um, I'm trying to. There was like Stella, Stella and Dot. Was that one of them? Stella and yep, that was it. Stella and Dot. Yeah. So she's trying to get me to host a uh, a jewelry party, and I went up to one of our coworkers and I was like, "Hey, what do you think about like doing this jewelry party?" She's like, "Oh my god, I went to one pampered chef last week, and I just came from a closed one. I'm not doing it anymore. Oh my gosh, I'm done." And she was like, "I'll piss like, like it like that's how ridiculous it was. I don't know if it's like the region or because the area we are in, like you have to, you can't just live off your income. You have to have like a side hustle or like the, you know, you're so like starving for money that this is you'll like, do your only option or you think, yeah, yeah, well, just to make an extra buck because you're already working so many right. hours. And it's ironic too, though, because it was like such a like wealthy area. So like you would think that people there. I don't know, didn't have those jobs, but maybe because there's so many like housewives and people who stay at home who are like kind of in the target market for MLMs. Yeah, but I think we were not. No, like, like we, we worked around were. them right. and we worked for right. them. 
It's like but, everyone else. Like, we wanted to attain that. Like, that's what we wanted. And we don't know how else to get there besides, like, Right. Because we're working you know? in, like, service jobs where you have to hustle. Yeah. And, we're like, you know. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. But I remember the first time we saw LuLaRoe, um, one of our coworkers, you know, was, she started, I didn't, I had never heard of it. She started wearing it. And it was, like, the... I can still, I have this outfit burned in my memory. I, I'm not, I was like, this I don't is know, so bizarre. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't wait to hear you describe it. <laughs> okay. So she had on a bright teal. It was like Tiffany's okay. teal. Uh, or, or the Irma or whatever the uh-huh. t-shirt was. The pl- classic teal. One of the shirts. It was like in bright teal. And then she had the long flowy skirt uh-huh. on. That had like huge gigantic chevron like patterns black and white okay and then so it was her and she was standing there and holding a cup and her cup was like tiffany's teal or whatever and she was like like all the clothes were like too big for her and they were like moon style <laughs> kind of and she's holding her cup and like the caption was like um oh my gosh they just released these colors or these patterns or something whatever new release because there's always a new release mm. right and She's at, she's holding her cup and she's like talking about like how Tiffany's is so in right now, and I'm like, Tiffany's was back in high school like when I, in the like what what year was that when I graduated like 2000, 2008. Oh my gosh, like I my forget. sister had all of. The I forget Tiffany's. that you're so much younger than me. <laughs> I'm not, not that, that much, right? but I graduated in two thousand four. I'm like oh two thousand eight. <laughs> oh well, we like we probably went to high school yeah, around no, the same true. time, but yeah. Like, remember when Tiffany's was, like, super popular where you had to have, like, all the yeah, chains yeah. and, like... It, yeah, for sure. Okay, so she was like, Tiffany's is so in right now. And I was like, honey, it's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> and just the whole... This whole scene. And I was like, what? Like, what is this? And I thought it had to do with, like, uh, Lululemon or, like, something... Because she put, like, Lulu or Lula or whatever. And it looked like, like, oversized, comfortable right. clothing. And so I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I had asked her about it. And, um... I, so she kind of like, I don't know if, I don't know if she had a cat. I don't know how I saw it, but I started looking through some of the stuff and I was like horrified. I was like, oh, what well, is this? And the prints back and then, then were like, this was in their heyday. Like the prints back then were like crazy. <laughs> they were so hideous. Like I remember. And then after I had talked to you, I'm like, Hey, have you seen what so-and-so is like doing? And you were like, oh my gosh. And you started looking and we would make a joke out of sending the ugliest things we can find back and forth. Right. Because, and then, yeah, remember that? I was like, all of a sudden I realized, because this was the time also when their tactic to get people to buy or like join parties or groups or whatever was just to have everyone invite all of their friends to the group and Facebook just dumped you in the group. So I was like part of all of these LuLaRoe groups oh, that yeah. I had. We kept getting added. Yes, you were like, like all of a sudden wait, in like a hundred groups, and you were like, "Holy shit, that. what is happening?" And like Facebook didn't make you accept anything back then. It was just like you were just in this group, <laughs> and then all you get notifications for all of these events, and I'm like, "What? I'm not doing anything on Thursday. Like I don't know what this is." <laughs> so then I realized like what it was, and then we started looking through everything. It would be like, "Holy crap, what is?" what is this weird stuff showing up on my newsfeed? And we kept, we would like try to make the most hideous outfits or look for like the ugliest things. And we'd send them to each other and be like, Oh my gosh, look at this. Yep. One. 
it was so much fun. But then the problem is, then we started looking at it all too much. And then we started to find stuff that we actually liked. Oh, and then, and like, no, the first piece, okay, I'm not gonna lie. The first piece I bought, which I still have, and I low key kind of like because one, the leggings are like kind of comfortable. But the first piece I bought was like a tad bit ironic. And it was just like a black pair of leggings, but they had like these ugly vegetables all over them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you. And like, I still have them. And I still love them. And I, I it was like, a, it was like funny and ironic. <laughs> like, I'm right. Best. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So actually my first pair, I like won a contest in one of the Facebook groups or whatever. And so my first pair was free, which is how they get you because they're Mm. so comfortable or whatever, you know, you're like, oh, these are amazing. It's like walking. I remember specifically the like the first time I wore a pair, we left the house and I was like, this can't be legal because I like didn't feel like I was wearing pants. (laughs) I was like, this is so comfortable. And like, you know, like maybe you should feel like you're wearing pants when you leave the house. Like, you know, I don't know. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I remember like the butter leggings. Oh, you got to like butter. Yeah. And then it just all went downhill from there. And like, I was, I was like really just, I was like sold because let's be real like I've been addicted to like so many different things in my life like and shopping was one of them and oh my god can yeah can we just do like a side thing of like all the things like it amazes me like how many like side like collections oh yeah it's kind of embarrassing (laughs) no like when I learned about the boxes the monthly subscription boxes yeah. yeah I like I know that I could ask you about any box and you've either tried it or <laughs> you know yeah. about it which is like no it's true I've yeah I mean and that's another thing that like I'm so happy that like I am where I am right now because I no longer have those like compulsions <laughs> and it's like a much healthier mm-hmm. like s- space for me to be in um but yeah I I that's one of the things that we're going to do um and I think I'm actually going to turn my Facebook group into like a sell all my shit group. And like, we're going to. Oh, you still have a bunch of it? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm clearing out all of my LuLaRoe. Like, I'm clearing all of it out. And then I we're going to like, because we want to move, you know. So mm-hmm. I think I finally convinced my mom to actually like sell everything. Like, actually go through and like get rid of. Because like. 
all like buying all those things like comes with also like hoarding all those things and so like Mm -hmm. I have so much stuff that's just like absolutely unnecessary that like I'm not gonna take across state lines with me and like pay to have moved you know so we have to like really put some focus into like clearing out and like getting rid of everything non-essential I want to like go down to like a minimalist lifestyle so but like selling everything is like honestly feels so good because I'm like I'm just like getting rid of everything and I have like more space in my life like my closet's not packed you know like no seriously like like your mind is if your mind is not right like that's how that's one of the ways you can tell like something's going on with me is like if like my room is extra messy mm-hmm. or my closet's a mess or my car a mess, it's like it's a reflection of like my mentality at the a hundred percent. Yeah. It's like one of the ways that like yeah, you could tell like my depression too. It's like when we don't wash the dishes regularly or like do laundry regularly, it's like, okay, I'm not taking care of my basic needs, you know, like something's going on. Yeah, for sure. But um but yeah, so I was in that position of like I had the means because I had a good paying job you know like we made really good money and so like I just got hooked I got hooked into the culture of LuLaRoe because especially at the time and so much has changed since then but like back then it was limited edition prints so there were like 80,000 consultants or whatever and only 2,500 to 5,000 of a print. So, like, if you saw something, you probably weren't going to find it again, especially because there were 80,000 mm-hmm. other people and, like, groups to join. And so it created this entire, like, culture of, like, unicorn hunting and, like, joining all Yeah, groups. like, if they would release a capsule and then yep. you could only get yep. a certain part of it or what. Like, if you saw something you liked, you probably couldn't. Mm-hmm get it yep or Or like you know your regular consultant that you like to shop with wasn't able to order so you had to go find someone else who did and then there's like all these different Facebook pages that are like dedicated to like hunting LuLaRoe so like Mm -hmm. it's like the wild wild west people get scammed out of money all the time it's like not moderated um and so all of a sudden it was like you know I was always searching for like a place to belong, you know, like my entire life. Like I'd always felt, I mean, I was always like bullied and like, just like never felt like I've had a place to belong that was like mine. So then all of a sudden LuLaRoe came along and it was like, boom, you know, once you buy in, you're, you're added to all of these groups and group chats and like meet your upline and all this. And it's all so like welcoming, you know, like, they do such a good freaking job of like sinking their teeth into you and like shooting up Kool-Aid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it was seriously like, I to me, it was like one day we were making one of the outfits and the next day you were like, my whole wardrobe is Lula and I'm going to be a consultant. Yep. I'm putting my name on a waiting list when they call me. I'm, and I was like, whoa, like this was a joke. Like what, <laughs> what's good. You know, like it was like, it seemed like the night and day, like, right, of like how this all like spiraled. It was, it was so crazy, right? 
well, yeah, it's like once you're in, you're like, you're all in, you know, and it just seemed like, you know, working where we were working, there was no, it just, I didn't see like an end in sight. I knew I didn't want to do that forever. And I wanted a way out of that industry. And I don't know, I love the clothes. And I thought, what the hell? This is something I could actually maybe do. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you talk a lot about like, if I can just do this, like I can gain my financial freedom and then I can just do whatever I want right. and I won't have to work as hard or, you know, I won't. Right. I think that was like the, uh, the draw to, it was like your way out of like your situation. And it's going to like make, help you achieve your goals of whatever those were at the time. But it was, it was like, Oh yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest, like I, I mean, until this past year, like, I honestly don't think I had, like, any self-awareness. Like, I was just, like, going through life, like, completely fucking lost. And just, like, looking for the next thing that was, like, going to make me happy or fulfill me or whatever it was. And so, you know, you hear all those cliches all the time. Like, you have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with anything else, you know? And, like... Right. Or happiness is a choice. Right. Or Or like, like positive vibes and all the time and no bad days and stuff. And it's like, I was never like accepting that things could be wrong. It was just always like, I was always the victim of whatever. And I needed to fix it somehow and fix everybody else. I don't know. It was, I was a fucking mess is pretty much what I'm trying to say. Like I was a complete disaster and I didn't think about anything and I didn't even research. Like, I mean, I do think that I researched a little bit and ran across like some Reddit things about LuLaRoe and like, well, do you remember having a conversation about, I was trying to ask you about the business sides of things I think you were at one point you were trying to get me to do it. Yeah. Do you, I don't know if you remember this. You were trying to get me to go into it. And I was kind of like, for some reason I have this, like I'm picturing this conversation. Like I was on the couch late at my dad's mm-hmm. house and I, I was asking you like, okay, so what's your like profit after like all of your expenses? And like, you didn't even really, it didn't seem like you could, I don't know, maybe this is the impression I got, so maybe it was different, but, like, it didn't seem like you really had a handle about, like, how much you were spending and, like, what you were actually, like, what were you actually probably, oh, like, uh, I Oh, was... no, I had, I have no, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, that's okay, because like... I don't, I didn't want to be like, well, you just sound like an idiot, no, but, no. like, I didn't know if you had, like, an idea, because I was trying to, I'm like, you know, someone's, like, trying to proposition you for a business, I want to know, What's, like, what, right, what am I going to have to spend, what do I get back, like, what's my profit, what? you know the whole all of it and it was like well I'm like do you have and so I think you sent me a screenshot of like what the cost of the shirt is and like potentially what what you could make and you kind of like had this like weird math breakdown of like if I sold this many shirts I'm gonna make I can make this much in a year yeah I I don't I don't know it was probably something terrible and awful and I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, I was just wondering, like, if that was where you, if there was, like, ever any um, 
information about that? Um, like, like, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so LuLaRoe, from what I could tell when I was doing some research recently, doesn't give a financial disclosure statement. Like, I don't think that they have one in any of the recent years, like, about how much the consultants make. And, like, I don't know. You know, like, the profit like the yeah. profit margin on, like, most of the pieces, like, the average is 50%. So, like, if you buy $300 worth of inventory, usually you, if you sold every piece, you could make it would retail for 600 so you can make around $300. But like that's assuming you could sell all the pieces and that nothing was damaged because that was a really big problem, you know. Oh, it oh was? yeah, like I didn't have a ton of problem with damages, but like throughout the company there's like there's the weirdest things like I just saw recently that someone had like one of the brand new dresses and it was a unicorn print too and it had um permanent marker all over the fabric and like words like someone in the factory or whatever had like written on the fabric oh my god I don't know if it was like supposed to be cut off and it was just supposed to be like a scrap or something but like it was on the dress okay I see what you're saying yeah so like (laughs) they had like marked the fabric yeah yeah yeah. for whatever reason I mean I don't know the story Mm -hmm. behind that but like I thought you were saying like somebody in the warehouse was like no no sharpie I was like no 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 it was like just like (laughs) probably an honest mistake you know but like just like big huge holes in things and like a lot of times people don't open their packages because there's so many duplicates that you'll get so like they'll open one and take a picture and then just sell the rest of them without opening them so then you have things that are getting sent out that haven't been checked over there's Mm. oh my gosh I mean and then consultants like not honoring a consultant returning it I don't know like it there's just so much shit to talk about like that we'll get into probably like more in depth behind the scene episodes maybe but like yeah it's crazy so yeah so the profit I mean the profits there people make a lot of money doing this but like the the thing that really got me in the end is that it's so obvious that the consultants are the customers like they don't they talk about sell-through and like they make it seem like they care, but like, honestly, it's so obvious that all they want is for the consultants to buy all the inventory, whether they sell it or not. Right. Yeah. You know, like, I, that's what I was reading about. It was like, like, even if the, cause I know that there was a lot of problems going on and they were like, uh, just keep buying inventory. Right. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Just keep buying just keep buying, you know, you got to have a lot of pieces. You want people to have a selection, right? Yeah. You want to have like multiple sizes and multiple pieces in every size. And like, there's something for everyone you'll, and if you don't, if you can't sell the stuff that you have, it's because you need more customers. So go talk to 10 people every day out in your community. Like that's what they want you to do is talk to 10 people every day. Speaking of that, this lady, I'm in the Starbucks line and I see this lady. She has a really pretty necklace. Or it's like, I don't know if it was pretty. It just was cool. And I was like interested in it. I was looking at it. And I was like, oh, what is that necklace for? Because obviously I talk to strangers all the time. (laughs) And it had to do with like, she goes, oh, it's for my business. And I was like, oh, that's cool. She's like, yeah, I'm a, 
I own a store. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh, that's really cool. Is it around here? And she's like, no, I'm not from here. And I don't know. Do you know what those those necklaces were? They're like triangles. It has to be some kind of like accolade of sell, selling. So right? that, did you ever see those? So that's what I thought when I first saw them, too. I thought they were for like the mentors or something, but they're actually the cruise necklaces. So, oh, OK, so if you're going on the cruise, you can buy a cruise necklace, but they're like six hundred dollars. Oh, little she just purchased it. Yes. Yep. Mm hmm. To show that she went on a cruise. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I even got the emails. I never cruise qualified, but I got the emails too. So like, I don't know if anyone can buy the necklace. I mean, I don't know why you would if you didn't go on the cruise or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, But they're expensive. (laughs) Yeah. So she was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I own a shop or a clothing shop or something like that. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And, um. She's like, yeah, I can give you, um, like, a coupon. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I like to shop. Thinking she was going to hand me, like, a paper coupon. But she hands me her phone and says, she pulls up, like, her message screen. And she's like, put your phone number in here. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, this is a stranger I just met in the line at Starbucks. Right. And I'm like, do I give her my phone number? Or, like, I, at that point, I still hadn't recognized that she was a Lula right. person. Because... Or any form of MLM. I just thought that, you know, because she didn't, she was wearing jeans, which was odd to me. Because usually they wear, like, leggings and things. Right. So it didn't, like, click at the time. Um, But then I was like, well, I'm not going to be like, no. Right. (laughs) No, thank you. Like, I don't know. What do you do? Like, so I was like, okay. So I put my phone number in her phone. And this is probably, like, really stupid. But I did it. And um, (laughs) she emailed me or texted me a coupon and it was like $5 off or something. It wasn't even that great, but I was just like, that's some balls right there. Like, right. Ask for a stranger's phone number in a store. And like, I'm not, and it was like, it was like a link to her Facebook Lula page or whatever. Right. And I was just like that. And it just made, I don't know. I was like kind of like irked at the end of it because and I don't think I called you to tell you at the time because I didn't want to offend you or be like, oh, my God, this lady, like, what is wrong with her? Right. Or maybe I did. I don't know. Did I? I, did I, I, I don't know. You definitely told me the story, but I don't remember if it was, like, I think it might have been when it happened. Oh, yeah. But so, I, I was just, like, and then I'm, like, great. Now she's going to be texting me, so I blocked your number. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to contact me. But I just, like, that's, like, the kind of person you have to be or the kind of, like, balls you have to have to, like, right. do this, like, kind of thing you know it's so true like and I think that's what I learned in the end is that that's it's just not it's not who I am like that oh my gosh Francine the do you remember the last MLM that I joined like over summer with the coffee um okay so that's what you're talking about so I I remember you asking me about coffee and me asking the ingredients because in my head, like, I was like, oh, no, she's doing it again. Okay. I d- and I was. And let me tell you, I was at another vulnerable state because I have been doing um, – I've been doing Instacart to, like, make money. And, like, I was so happy and, like, proud to kind of, like – because this is, like, when my mental health was, like, pretty bad and I wanted to get out of the house and I was I was addicted to social media and I was kind of done with – 
LuLaRoe, like, honestly, I had a really bad experience with like another consultant. And I was just kind of like, I need a different way to make money. And But so I was working Instacart and trying to get out of the house and like make money some way different than LuLaRoe, you know, and I hurt myself. Like I tripped in someone's driveway and like sprained my hand or like my finger or something. And like, at the same time, um, my significant other was also in the hospital going through stuff. So like we went to the emergency room together at the same time. And I remember like, as he was in the hospital and I was like sitting there with like my brace on or whatever, like I had been messaging with this girl who cold messaged me and friended me through Rachel Hollis's Facebook group. And we had been talking and she was so nice. And I thought that we were like really good friends and she offered to pay for my sign up into their company. So she was like, there's literally no risk. I will pay you to sign up. I just feel so bad that you're like in this position and you shouldn't have to be going and doing grocery shopping for people when you can make money from your phone and, you know, and they paid for it. So she PayPal'd me the money. And like, I remember like there, I didn't have a hundred dollars. Like I probably didn't even have $5. So it was like doing this was like, you know, she was paying for it. I was like, whatever. I was in the hospital you know, he was in the hospital and like, it was just a really vulnerable time. Like I was hurt physically, emotionally, like, and then, and then it was like going through the, their whole, their whole way to recruit is cold messaging on Facebook and like making friends with people. And like, that's the worst. Honestly, like it was, it put me off so bad. And I was like, I, I'm not that person. Like I had actually like gone so far, you know, when you sign up, they say like, make a list of 50 people that, you know, and like message all of them. And this company was like big on that. They were the sample first company. So it's like, no, um, there's no reason anyone should say no. It's a free sample. Why would they say no? You know what I mean? But like, so it just seemed so easy And then as I got to, I was like, I'm not going to do this because this is something that you and I used to always make fun of is like when some, one of our friends would message us, how long is it going to take for them to talk to us about their MLM? You know, like now I'm that person. I was like, I can't fucking be that person. And like, thank God. I thank God. I didn't message all those 50 people. I think did you message anybody? I did. I talked to, I talked to like you. And maybe like three other people, like the first five people that you were supposed to list on your list of 50 were like your, your yes men or whatever, you know, like the people that like stand by you and pretty much will like support you. Oh my God, then was I, was I on that list? Yes. Because I feel so bad because I said no. No, but listen, (laughs) thank you because not one fucking person of those five people said yes. Oh my God. That's so sad. So embarrassing. Right. So I'm like. Okay. okay, well, can I just tell you, like, my side of that, why I said no? Oh, please, please. 
my thing, okay, because I saw this one coming as an MLM thing, but you know, like, I am into nutrition. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't believe, that's, like, the one thing where I'm, like, you can't come at me with a supplement and not, like, I don't believe in, like, taking coffee for energy, like, right. you need to eat right and exercise and, a hundred like, you can have some coffee, but, like, I don't believe in, like, supplementing to, like, a pick-me-up or whatever, so, like, I, I, it wasn't like, I'm not going to support you, but I was like, like, it just wasn't something that I you could, would like, be into. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could buy clothes all day for me because it's like, whatever. I don't know. In my head, I was like, okay, this one, when you're starting to like advertise health benefits and all that, right. I can't get on board. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't get in too deep with that company. Like, think, I mean, like, seriously, I'm, I'm so glad looking back, like, but what happened was I started to take the stuff and like, it tasted pretty good. And like, this was when I was like working, um, Instacart and like, so I was doing like lots of like manual labor, you know, like lifting stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I had a lot of energy and like, it, you know, felt good. And like, I didn't notice how bad it made my anxiety because I was like keeping busy, but like, over time, I really noticed, like, how jittery I was and, like, how terrible it made me feel. Like, it made my anxiety really bad. Mm, yeah. And, That's why you um, drink too much coffee. Yeah, exactly. So, this was when I was, like, starting, you know, on my meds and stuff. So, I talked to my doctor about it and I, like, brought the, like, container into my doctor and I was, like, I don't know if this has any ingredients that, like, would make me feel the way that I'm feeling. And she was, like, actually caffeine can just do that to you like caffeine's really bad it can be it can like make your anxiety worse if you're sensitive to it so I was like oh well this coffee is supposed to have like way more caffeine in it than regular coffee and that's why it's supposed to like make you lose weight and all this junk so I was like oh this is not good for me why why would I keep taking this and like on the container it says do not take if you are like on medication for anxiety or depression (sighs) Oh my God. Yeah. And I asked my upline about it and they were like, we, they just have to put it on there as a warning. Um, we've never had anybody have any adverse effects and most people who take this over time can stop taking their anxiety and depression medication. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? I swear to God. And I was just like, okay, hi. Well, I'm a person who has, um, had very bad side effects from taking this, like, and also, are you recommending that I stop taking my anxiety medication and just supplement your coffee? Right. Which, yikes. Afterwards, I found out. I looked um, up some things. And I I think that there was, um, like, a race car driver or someone who tested positive for drugs. Like, he failed his drug test because he was drinking the coffee. It had uppers oh, in God. it. Oh, so they came gosh. up with this whole new formulation and a new formula because oh. because they fucking got caught like selling people methamphetamine or whatever it was. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's nuts. I remember asking you the ingredients in it because was it some one one of it was like some green? Yeah, it, yeah. I think it's Berlina or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Extract. Yeah, and you were something. just like, oh, it's green tea, and I'm like, well, why? Like, what? What, what do you mean? Oh, like, <laughs> then why can't I just drink some just green tea? Why do it. I need that? Just drink it, Francine. 
It's a free sample, okay? Just please, please. <laughs> I need, I only need 20 more people. <laughs> oh my God. I make $4,000 in my first month. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, I really dodged a bullet with that one. <laughs> Wait, so what, when you told the lady that paid for you that you were quitting, like, how did that go? Well, okay, so I basically, I basically was like, look, I'm not in a place to start a new business. Like, I just, I cannot, I can't do this. Like, I was still in such a fragile state, but I was like, trying to like, you know, set some boundaries. And so I had this conversation. I was like, look, I just can't do it right now. And like, I just need to be honest with you because I'm not going to meet your expectations when we did this, you know? And she said like, of course I support you a hundred percent. You know, we can just be friends. It's not a business thing. And then I haven't heard from her since. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, it, it like definitely stung a little bit because I was like, I still believed in her. You know what I mean? And like, right. Yeah. She, you know, and I'm not your friend. Right. And like, I really thought that like, I had someone who like, you know, we had like a similar, similar past that we had like, you know, worked in the restaurant industry and like all this stuff. And like, I was like, you know, I think I actually have a friend and like, she lives close to where we want to move. And you know, it was just kind of exciting. And like, I'm not saying that like, she's a bad person or anything like, but no, that's what I was thinking. And messaging goes both ways, you know, like I could message her too. And like, I'm sure she'd be nice, but like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It still, it felt, it didn't feel good on my end. Right. And I think that's part of like one of the major problems, like you were saying, like that mindset is like you become a user of people because yep, you can't, you have to have results. And so like everything is transactional. It turns relationships into transactions, right? which like always felt so gross to me, you know, like I'm not, I've, I, I'm not like a salesperson. Like that's not a natural like skill of mine, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it just felt kind of gross, like, a lot of the time. Yeah. But, I I mean, I, I do feel like I have made a lot of true friendships from my time with LuLaRoe. But I think that that doesn't With work. the other consultants or with the people that bought things from you? Um, both. I think, like, obviously not, not most of the consultants. But through the process of, like, announcing that I was leaving and, you know, selling all my stuff, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people who are in my group who really don't want me to, like, stop the group and, like, really miss the community that we used to have. So, like, it makes me feel like I did something right. And, like, you know, selling all my stuff now for super cheap like, cause I just want to get rid of it. Like there are people who have been like, I'm so happy. Thank you so much. Like I would have never been able to buy like these nice pieces for myself, Mm. you know, like, and you know, it just, it feels good to like be able to get rid of everything. But also now it's like, 
I also don't want to like sell people LuLaRoe because I'm so, I'm still selling LuLaRoe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, what about like people say you can return things like that? You like, is that they have like a buyback? Thing? So that was another like big selling point when I signed up um, and they got rid of that policy. They don't do that anymore. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that was a huge selling point. Like you can get your entire investment back. If you decide you don't want to, you can just send everything back. And I was like, so it's literally like a no risk, <laughs> no risk situation. Oh Little did I know I was just, I, I was just, I don't know. I was, I was delusional. I feel like, I guess wow. that's what they count on. I don't know. Are we now, like, obviously we took, like, I think like we had like a spot where we like, I don't know kind of disconnected as friends a little bit i don't know if you felt that did you feel that well i i think you were just going through so much yeah and like i was not near you anymore so i just kind of like yeah i mean we definitely didn't like talk as much anymore but i'm i think i've always been kind of like the type of friend like we can just like pick back up you know what i mean like but it was really hard i think to talk to you more just because like i felt like I felt like such a downer every time I talked to everyone because I was in such a bad place. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have anything good to say. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, hard to describe. And, like, it was hard to be a friend. Like, it was hard It was hard to be a person. You know? Hmm. I don't know. That's so, that's so weird. Yeah. Because I feel like whenever I call you, it's because I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown. Really? And, like, you have to listen to me, like, for an hour about whatever's going wrong in my life at the time. It's so funny. But, I mean, like, that's what, like, I th- I feel like our friendship has always been like that, though. It's, like, <laughs> we love to, like, we can just, like, talk about whatever. Tell our worst things that are happening. Yeah, like, we're not going to judge each other. It's, like, so you can actually, like, just be yourself. But, like, that's what that's what's so fucked up about depression is, like, I literally, like, the last year of my life or a year and a half or whatever, like I was not myself. I just wasn't me. Like, and I don't know how much of that has to do with LuLaRoe. I mean, probably a lot of it now that I like see how cultish and like manipulative and like, there's so many like types of abuse that happen within the structure of a multi-level marketing company. Like just it's built into the, the structure of the company. Like, Right. And it, I don't know, like, it's hard for me to tell what's what, because what happens, like, what's happened to me, like, outside of LuLaRoe and inside is, like, very similar. So, like, I don't know if my symptoms were from, like, one thing or the other, like, just, like, a huge combination of the two. And that's what kind of, like, hit me at my breaking point is because, like, I was being like, I was just being fucking torn down from the inside out. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. (laughs) No. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But I think, I don't, I think you're seeing it as like two separate things. Yeah. But it was all it, because you, you were going through some other things. So it was like the whole path. Yeah. Like, and it made you make bad decisions, bad financial decisions, which now 
which puts a different form of stress on. So it kind of all just right. It just I think it what I think it played a big part. Uh, oh, I think so I think, too. I think you wouldn't be in the same like whatever you were going through. I think you probably would have made it out in a different way. Like it wouldn't have been as the struggle that you had, right? You know, because of Lularoe. I think it was one of the biggest yeah no, issues in your life. I know. I agree. I think. I mean, and it's crazy. Like I was holding onto it for so long because, like, like I said, like it really has been like about a year since I was like really active and like my sales just kept going down and down and I just I because I was focusing on myself so much and like I literally have had to like find out who I was for like the first time in my life like and as I peel away like the layers of LuLaRoe and like it feels so good like getting rid of all my stuff and like making the decision to leave and like not hiding it and then starting this podcast And being more active in the anti-MLM community, like, it's given me so much more room for opportunity. Like, it makes me realize, like, how much LuLaRoe is holding me back. Yeah, for sure. Which, like, I think that leads us to, like, where we want this to go. I know from my side, I just see, like, I want to investigate these different things, these different um, companies, because... I, I've, there's been a couple times where like, I almost was convinced to join. Yeah. And like when I was looking, cause I'm kind of like, like the type of person where it's like, I see the glass half full. So I'm like, okay, well what's wrong with it? You know? And I like one example is I was almost so close to joining Mary Kay at a very vulnerable time in my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was looking through, like I Googled it. I was on YouTube, like trying to find like the truth about what really was going on. And there's some like anti Mary Kay websites and things, Mm -hmm. but, um, I really wanted, like, I wanted to talk to somebody like on the inside that could like tell me their story, you know? Right. And I wanted to hear like firsthand, like not from some stranger on the internet that can put anything, but like, it's really hard to get to the bottom of these things because of, like, I think how the companies are set up, how yeah. the culture, yeah. but like how I see this, I would really love to like investigate all these different, try to find people that are inside of them. Like, I really want to get to the bottom to like give people the real information about what these things are right. and what before they get involved and, you know, throw thousands of dollars out the door. Like that's, that is hopefully my goal. Like, I definitely want to go into Mary Kay, like, super deep and see yeah. what I can find because <laughs> I have some Mary Kay stories. Like, me and Mary Kay go way back. Yeah, like, that's so and, funny. Like, I want to, you know, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that, like, we could end up being, like, experts on different companies. You know, you could have Mary <laughs> yeah, Kay I, and, like, I, I could to. be the LuLaRoe resident expert. Um, right. But, yeah, I think that – I think that – education is so important like like you said stopping people from getting in and letting this information get out there so that people have a better idea of like why it's so bad and then also people who are coming out of it like me who maybe have had their lives ruined I really would like to have conversations Mm, yeah even with like you know if we could get on some professionals like who deal with like the psychological aspects and just like let people know that it's okay to leave and you will be okay 
And there are people out there who like do actually care about you and you don't have to pay to be my friend. You know, like I really (laughs) like, I, I feel so bad knowing that like, there's so many other people out there who are suffering the way I was and like not know how to get out of it, you know? And I think just like sharing our stories and like talking to other people. And I really want to like, read other people's stories on the air too you know like maybe we could have dedicated episodes for that um just because I think it's so important for people to know that they're not alone and that there's like hope afterwards you know like it is it doesn't have to be you can give up it's not like a it's not shameful to give up because you're actually being so brave right yeah so yeah I'm really 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 excited about this and I'm so excited that you are like so down to co-host <laughs> right I'm like I'm gonna expose everybody right and like now that like we are on the same page you know like our friendship is just gonna get stronger and I'm super excited right. about that and this is like also a great way to keep in touch because we do live so far apart now and I don't know it's just really exciting to like be able to do this with you right yeah yay hopefully we can get some good information some good guests yes so if you're listening and you are a potential guest or you have a story or you just want to send us something get a hold of us our email is anti-mlmpod at gmail.com and then um i i made a twitter's um it's anti-mlmpod did you just say twitter i think i did i was like trying to like trying to like come up with the next word I was gonna say I was like maybe no one caught that (laughs) no I got it so our twitter is at anti-mlm pod and then I will update it and put your name on it too um and I don't know if you want to get an instagram or what we want to do but we'll let everyone know um if that happens and what else we're doing oh good yay All right. So um, I guess that's it for today. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.